Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where everything is poppin'. Grab your drinks, the show is about to begin. Well, howdy y'all and welcome back to Corks and Cowtown. It is PBR World Finals for 2023, and this is the first interview of three and I am joined with Stacy Addison, who is a stock contractor. And I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. And I never thought I would have the name stock contractor after mine. Really? Okay. So do you like that term or what do you think it should be? Or no, like, would you prefer? No, it's anything? an honor because yeah. there's a lot of people that have gone before me that are really stock contractors and now we're doing it. So it, it's like a badge. I, no, I, I love it. Oh, I love it. Okay. So you did say that you're a newbie to this. Yes. Well, I think I'm a newbie. We've, um, I mean, we've owned bulls for six years now, but the last four years we've had our own stock on our own ranch. Okay. And before that, I'd never, I'd never touched a, a, a bull, let alone put a flank around him. I flanked around the belly for a good year thinking that's where the flank rope went. <laughs> I love that. Well. Okay, so for those that, I know that last year I had on Tiffany Davis, and then I also had on Tina Baddock. Nice. And so you have a different place in this world as far as your, like, I guess, job. So tell us exactly what a stock contractor does. There can be different levels of stock contractor-ish okay. or stock contractor-hood, I guess. <laughs> But for me and Tommy Julian, who is my other half, we raise bucking stock. We have the mama cows on our ranch. And then we have the sires, who is the, the, the dad, Okay, Will. And we do live breeding, which is when the bull covers the cow in a okay. very romantic setting out. <laughs> you set out like a little dinner for two yes, and everything we, like that. We okay. Well, then we, you know, get the music just right in the yes, sunset and yes. then they make beautiful babies together. Well, I did hear that you play opera music for them. I, I do play this classical true? music. I do. I love I do. that. I do it makes me music. so happy. <laughs> and then I can already tell we're going to be all over the board with this, but we also have black Angus cows and we do artificial insemination where we pick the sire and the dam or the mom and the dad yeah. with the semen and an egg and make an embryo. And then we artificially okay. inseminate as well. That's crazy. Okay. So then also whenever it comes to the actual, say, events at PBR, what is your job then? Is it the flanking of the bull, correct? So, yes. Or what, walk us through a process. Like when your bull gets in a chute, being prepared to be written. Okay. So what at, is your job? At, at the PBR, Stacy Addison's job is to cheer and to video. Period. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, I do know how to flank rider bulls and okay. I can, but Tommy Julian, again, my other half, he is the, the flank man at, at this level. There's a lot going on on the back of the shoots. Yeah. Uh, very, very male dominant. So super hats off to women like um, Tiffany Davis and Leanne Hart and Katie Persbacher, her back there rubbing elbows with them. I can and I do, but sometimes I can get a little lippy when they when they push because, gosh dang it, I've earned the right to be there too. I feel you on that. That's I, understandable. It's, it's just real. But there's there's the backside of the rider and there's his chaps and there's the flank rope and there's judges and there's just a lot of motion going on. But a stock contractor ties the flank rope, which is in essence picking up the underarms of his back legs. Yeah. That fleshy part. And that's just a cue for the bull that, oh, it's time for me to buck. Yeah. They know. They know by the time they get on the trailer and they're leaving the ranch that they're, they're going like, somewhere. They're like, it's time. They, because if they don't get on the trailer, they beller. 
and they pout. It's hilarious. Do they really? Yeah, we back the trailer up to the gate where they're going to load out. And if it's not their weekend, because we buck yearlings all the way up through PBR bulls. So maybe it's a yearling weekend and the bigger bulls aren't getting to go. But when you pull up, they, they're all in their pens and they start jumping and bucking and spinning. And they're super excited. They're like, I want to go. They are. And they're so, so um, energetic and enthusiastic. And then they're watching as you're loading. And then they kind of realize it's not their turn. And Brimstone, who's my sweet, sweet, precious boy, he and I are very close. He drops his head. Aww. And he, he turns around, he walks off, and I cry every time. Oh, that makes me so sad. Yeah. So, like, whenever you do have to leave, say, the other bulls mm -hmm. um, for, say, like, a weekend like this, who is taking care of them then? Shay O'Neill is, okay. our, is our bull man, and he's wonderful. Oh, that's so nice. Yes, he, he feeds them and he exercises them. We are uh, very much hand-in-hand hand with what we do with him because he spends eight to 12 hours a day with every single one of them. And then our mama cows and our babies are taken care of by a gentleman by the name of Jason Miller. And Jason spots issues before they ever even start. He helps uh, first time moms through their birthing process and he makes sure everyone is healthy and they're fed. And Jason and Shay are a huge integral part of Julian Cattle. That has to be so nice because I can only imagine it would be like leaving your babies at home. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I have to make sure they're yes, taken care of. Absolutely. Okay. So I was trying to find more out about you and you're kind of like a hidden gem. <laughs> and so what I do know though, is that possibly the love of your life is a bull named Cool Whip. Oh my goodness. <laughs> cool Whip. And I have so many questions about Cool Whip. And also, first of all, how did he get his name? And I think I know the answer, I feel like. Well, I, I didn't name him Robert White. You didn't? Named, okay. No, I did not. He was born at Crooked W's Ranch, which is H.D. Page's brother-in-law. Okay. So uh, Robert, he goes by the name Junior. So Junior named him Cool Whip because he's white. And yes, he has, exactly. He, when he was a yearling, he had an awesome whip of that back end. He would buck and it would just whip down. So he became Cool Whip. He is huge. He is massive. He is, like, just seeing the pictures alone of him, I was like, that is, I feel like one of the biggest bulls I've ever seen, he's, especially he's, for PBR. He's freakishly large, and I, I call him my large chunk of athleticism. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> because he moves in a way that is insane, and when you watch him, his head will turn, and then his body follows. He knows exactly where he's going, what he's doing, and what he's going to do next. Which, if you think about a bull that big, it's crazy that they know how to do yeah. that. I think it's just crazy because, obviously, so many of us who don't know exactly, like, the industry, we are not very familiar with it, but we're learning, is that these bulls are bred to buck. Yes. So it's very similar to, say, like, you know, or like whenever you talk about horses, like you have like thoroughbreds, which are like bred to run. Yes. And so I think a lot of people have probably a misconception about that because so many people still think, oh, well, the, you know, they're being like teased and stuff before they go into a shoot and they're getting them agitated. And it's just like, it's literally what they're meant to do. Let's start with kind of a Reader's Digest condensed version of how you get a bull to the PBR. Yes, tell when, me. When they are a year old, they're yearlings, we run them through the alleyway, which is the, the little road with the little pipe fencing up to the bucking chute. They learn to come into that mm -hmm. one at a time and they're climbing on top of each other and turning around and laying down on their backs. And <laughs> it's, it's like um, herding cats. Yes. But very patiently, we work with them until they learn to walk one at a time up the aisle and then they go into they're a bucking chute. Like they are. 
So when they're in the bucking chute for the first time, we have a, a broom just like you sweep your kitchen with. Yeah. And we broom their back so they get used to something touching them. Because think about being alive for a year and the only thing that has ever touched you is your mother or, yeah. or, or, or tree branch. And suddenly humans are talking to me and they want to put their hands on me and it's so strange. So we broom them and then we open the gate and let them out and that's all. And we do that okay. five, six, seven times to where they get used to coming up that alleyway and being in the chute and then it opening them coming out. Then we begin to incorporate the brooming with a hand touch and we'll just scratch their back right above their tail, kind of like uh -huh. you do a dog and that dog, yeah. likes, that's a good spot. They're just like, oh yeah, that's They it. like that. And then you begin to figure out where you can touch them and they're not going to freak out. Some of them like their head touched. Some of them like their hump touched. Some of them only want okay. their backside touched. And you have to, everyone's different and you have to be respectful of what makes them move or not move. And then they get eventually, within probably the first three or four months of brooming them and scratching them, they get what's called a dummy. And it's, it's about the size of a car battery, and it straps around their tummy with a soft cloth, kind of like what you would cinch up a, a, a saddle on a horse. Okay, yeah. And that is the first contact of anything that they have. And it doesn't weigh less than 10 pounds, 7 pounds. And they go, oh, there's something on my back. And then we put that flank rope around their, again, fleshy part of their underarm on the backside of them. It's not around their testicles. Can you imagine? So many people have like, I think that's probably the biggest misconception is people think that that's where it is. Here's my question. What man, if he had rope around his testicles, would move? Yes, so true. He wouldn't. No. So no. Then there's no shocking. There's no pokey things in the rope. It's yeah. just... They're just excited. It's like an agility dog. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When you tell your dog, hey, let's go on a walk, or you start spelling W-A-L-K, yeah. these bulls know. Uh -huh. Let's buck, and they're excited. They're going to yeah. go in the little chute and do their thing. So when that flank rope is on, and we open the chute the first time, and they pull, just jump out of there and extend their legs, and if they do it really good, we hit the remote control immediately and drop that dummy off, which pulls the flank rope off. Okay. It's Pavlov's dog's theory. We want them to know, ooh, if I buck. The dummy comes off. Okay, that's probably the best way it's been described, I feel like, so far. Because it really is. Is It's just like, okay, I know what my job is. Yes. And I'm going to get it over with quicker if I just do what I'm supposed to. And I'm rewarded. Yeah. And the longest they'll ever have a dummy on is four seconds. Yeah. So even if your bull buck's phenomenal at the ranch and you never get more than two seconds out of him, but he knows if he really does good, then that dummy drops. Then you haul him to an event and the dummy doesn't drop for four seconds, he's going to keep trying because he's yeah. like, I know this thing's coming off when I do good. Exactly. The guy just forgot to push the button. Yeah. I mean, I think that's an amazing way of how to describe it because I just think there's so much misconception. And I also was noticing that even on the PBR uh, website that y'all have all of the animal, um, I guess, like welfare mm -hmm. information on there too. Mm -hmm. So it goes through and tells everyone, you know, how the animals are cared for, and all the rules and like actual legal obligations you have Absolutely. as well. And so. it, it's, it's, I guess, silly to me that there are people that think that we would be cruel to them. These are a huge investment. Yes. I mean, you can pay, you can pay as little as, you know, a couple thousand dollars for a bull, but you can also pay over a hundred thousand dollars to buy an animal. Yeah. Am I going to abuse that? No. No. <laughs> Our feed bill in one month is $20,000. You think I'm going to abuse an animal that I'm spending $20,000? $20, $20,000 yeah. a month? Yeah. No, that's a lot of animals. But nonetheless, yeah. that is the best feed. Then supplements, they get supplements, they get minerals. Uh, and, and, and not everyone gets the same. So we're weighing food mm -hmm. and we're measuring out the supplements and the minerals that they get to make sure that each body type, we look at how their body responds to what food they get. 
how they how they respond when they're on the trailer and traveling. Are they drinking water? Think about when you go from New York City to LA and the water tastes different. It's yeah. the same thing for an animal. If they go from El Paso to Amarillo, same state, different water. So we have to make sure that our animals are drinking the water and that we haul hay with this because we could go to the local store and buy hay, but we want to keep it as consistent as That's possible. That's very true. That's so true. Okay, so how did you kind of get involved in this? Because you did say, so you've been doing this for six years, mm -hmm. but four um, is more like involved as far as with right. your partner and everything else. Yes. So, so how did you like end up in this world? <laughs> we kind of <laughs> fell into it. Uh, you mentioned racehorses. We owned about 50 racehorses and they quit winning. We just weren't having very good luck. So one day we said to our trainers, we had two trainers, we said, sell them, we're done. And we sold them. And then we bought our first bull, which was a partnership bull with HD Page of, of uh, Page Bulls. And that that partnership still goes strong. Cool Whip is a is a is um, an outcome of that partnership. And that still is, is very strong. But four years ago, we had a bunch of mama cows that we had purchased from HD and they were living in his ranch. And we were breeding them and raising them, but we were not hands-on. And it's one thing to write a check. It's a whole other thing when you're in charge of them. So we brought, we bought property, had never been lived on before, built us a home and built um, a home for our, our mama cows and started having babies. And, well, they did. I didn't. <laughs> I'm done with that. Um, and pretty soon we were in the bucking bull business and we bought a, another piece of property that had an arena on it where we can have our bulls. So our, our females and our males are separated, which makes sense for breeding purposes. So we don't have any oopses. That's and, very true. I can only imagine. We started hauling our own and we learned to flank. And I mean, we've learned about um, crop or uh, pasture rotation with our animals. So we're not abusing the land because yeah. you can overgraze the land. We've learned about medicine and animals. We've learned about uh, taking care of their muscles and deep tissue massage and magna waving them and all sorts. I mean, it, it is endless what you have to learn. And it has been a very uphill climb, but Okay, wonderful. so as far as like the massage and whatnot for like the bulls, mm -hmm. I've gotten very invested into like the chiropractors for like animals. Uh -huh. have, so do y'all do real. that too? Yes. yes. It's mind blowing to me what they can do and seeing like the release. Yes that they get from it, like it just, it blows my mind because I'm like, that is a massive animal. Uh -huh. And I've typically seen it with horses, but I figured it had to be the same with like bulls as well. It's really funny. There's there's a couple of ways you, well, there's three ways that I'm aware of that you can do it. One is to have an animal chiropractor come down or come to the ranch, which we have had. And he, we put the animal in the bucking chute, kind of scratch him and let him know, you know, hey, it's okay. I talked to him. That's where my classical cows, <laughs> classical music. The opera for music, cows. yes. <laughs> yes, I play classical music to keep them calm, and it really does make a difference. And then that he's—it's a he that does um, our chiropractic work. He'll stand over the chute and kind of rub his hands down, and just like if you rub your your thumb or your if you're getting a massage and you have a spot and you go ooh and you kind of you yeah kind of wiggle a bull will wiggle and they go oh there's a spot and then, and then he'll either press on it or massage it or adjust it back in because think of 2,200 pounds of um, animal bucking everything he's worth. That's yeah. a lot of stress on their body. Then we also magna wave them, which is um, PEMF, and I won't get all the letters right, but it's electronic magna waving. And it's in like a, what would look like a garden hose. And it's a big loop, kind of like a butterfly loop. And you lay that over the animal and then you turn it on. And I would equate it, it's different, but similar to a TENS unit that you would get. Okay, yeah. That, that would massage a yeah. muscle. So we do that for our animals and you can move it up and down their spine if they have a sore leg, if they have a cut from a feed bin or, or, or they got caught in a 
I don't know, whatever they... Are they just like big kids yes. and just do dumb stuff all the time? They are. And then the next thing we do is, is uh, I do deep tissue muscle massage physically on them. And you see that, that muscle twitch, twitch, Stop. twitch. Stop. And you rub it. And the funniest thing, Co-op was doing this Wednesday, he'll drool. Because he'll he's just like, stand there. Oh my gosh, there. that feels so good. And then he gets in the zone and he's got this little big drool bucket and like a, or coming out of his mouth with a bubble attached. I mean, he is, he is so relaxed. It's hilarious. I love that. Okay, so what made you fall in love with Cool Whip? Like, what was it? Was that, like, your first baby? Or, like, was that your first, like, did you have, like, a moment with him that you were just like, this is mine? So, like, uh, my first year I flanked a bull named, um, I got to get a drink. I'm going to get a little dry here. I know we keep talking. <laughs> well, I should have had a drink earlier. Anyway, so cool. Uh, I had notorious nonsense my first year, and I, and I did not win one event with him. We were just, we were made for each other, but he was not very good because I didn't know how to flank. And then I got cool with my second year and I knew he was special, but he was still very standoffish. He's the king of the side eye. He gives a side eye glance that will frost you like you cannot believe. But we won 13 events and we won um, the two-year-old year is called Futurity and we won the Women's Futurity. I'm wearing his buckle right now. And he, I mean, we won, we won so many events. I thought, this is really fun. When he turned three, he became a lover. I think that that trust level happened when he Uh turned three years old and he would lean into the fence and just uh, the other day he picked up his back left leg. He's leaning on the fence to his left, picks up his left leg and just leans in because he wants, he wants all of the love, all of the attention, all of the massage. So that's kind of when our loving relationship started. I have a painting from him that hangs in my wall. One of the, um, one of the guys, Joey, uh, takes him on the road and uh, flanks him often at, at PBR events. And his wife took a little white canvas, like a five by seven, and put a couple blotches of paint on it and put it in a Ziploc bag and then put grain on top of it. And he sniffed it. And Did he have it. him like do a painting of himself? Well, I don't know if it's it's his, it's a nose portrait. I love and it hangs that. in my kitchen. I love so that. So I'm all things cool whip. He's just a special boy. Aw. And so talented. I love that. How old is he now? He's five. Five baby boys growing up. <laughs> now, okay, I know, do bulls have, like, he's a bull, correct? Yes. So, but do they have, like, age rankings, kind of like how with horses, it's like, it can be, like, a colt or a stallion, or, like, it's like a colt and a filly when they're younger. Right. Like, does that, is that the same, or do they just say, babe, like, cows? A, like, a, a cow's a cow. Yeah, a cow's a heifer a cow. is a cow that hasn't had a baby okay. yet. A bull is a bull is a bull is a bull. A steer is a bull that has his, he's been altered. That's okay. Politically correct way to say he's been altered. But they don't have the rankings as much as their class that they compete in. So they have okay. a yearling year. Okay, so it would be yearling. Maturity. Okay. Derby is three years old when they get a rider. Then their classic year is four years old. And then maturity, but nobody really says maturity. That's five and over, but it's by then it's just... PBR bull. Okay, so he's PBR bull. He's PBR bull. Oh, I love that. So what's coming next for you and Cool Whip? Like, what is going on for y'all with, like, PBR World Finals this weekend and next? Oh, my goodness. So this is Saturday. I don't know when the listeners will hear this podcast. Probably Monday. Okay, so we're Saturday at noon. And he bucks tonight. And he gets two outs for the PBR Finals. His first one is tonight. Okay. And he has Boudreaux Campbell on his back. Boudreaux attempted a ride on him 
maybe right at a month ago, and Boudreaux rode him over seven seconds and got Ooh. launched at the very end. So there's a really, really good chance tonight. And, you know, I used to be like, oh, I don't want anybody to ride my bull. And now I want my bull to buck so good. <laughs> and if the rider's good enough to stay on him, good for him. That's awesome. Well, we because they also do the scores for the bull and the rider, yes, correct? It's, a, it's so. 50% bull score, yeah. 50% rider score. And we are leading right now and have led uh, – a good part of the season as coming in for PBR Bull of the Year. He has to have an awesome out tonight and then another awesome out next weekend. It is a tight race between he and Riding Solo, who was last year's king. Ooh, okay. So he'll only compete twice yes. for world finals. Yes. Okay, well, fingers crossed for everything I know. tonight. I'm so, so excited. excited. I'm I just want to see him. Also, no one is going to be able to really see where we're at, but we're actually in, like, the pen, the holding pins area in Dickies where the bulls will be held before they perform. And y'all, I'm so excited because all I want is to see Cole Whip run in. Oh, you will. I was like, I just want to see him because I he's so huge. He is massive. And when we say run in, that's kind of tongue in cheek. He, he might trot. A little waddle. Yeah. <laughs> and if there's any hay along the way, he'll probably stop and have a little sniff or a little snick, a little snack along the way. Do you watch him, like, come in every single time? Or do you just kind of, you're just like, I know he's going to do fine. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I do my very, very hands best. hands-on, Mom. Oh, yeah. I'm as hands-on as I can be. <laughs> Once he's in the back pins or the stack pins getting ready for the event, he's got game face on. He doesn't really want, he'll take a little scratch on the back, but he's not in full massage, I love you, Mom mode. He's, like, around his buddies, and, you know, he's cool and he can't really be super involved he'll you know wink at me give me that side eye so I'll, I'll go to bull housing today and I have a talk with him I, I talk I do a pep talk to every single bull that I'm involved with before they compete and I'll just tell him hey you're gonna be in the shoot Boudreaux's gonna be on your back always tell him who's gonna be riding him if it's a rider bull say look through that slat look at the dirt pick your spot you've done this before we've worked for this we've trained for this and no matter what I love you I always ended that way with every bull I because love they that. don't owe us anything yeah and he has been a phenomenal animal for going on well into his fifth year so he doesn't he doesn't owe me or anybody anything but he loves to buck and I have to say this this little quick story so in Tulsa this year, he had a really bad wreck. With That's what they call when, when things go wrong, when you have a rider. And JRV, Joao Ricardo Vieira, was on the back of him. And they, they head, head slammed unintentionally. And it, it, was, it was scary. And it was ah. bad. And I slowed down the video and watched it. And as Cool Whip came down and JRV is laying on the ground, he picks up his right leg and lifts it up and over JRV's body so he doesn't step on him. Oh. I mean, Cool Whip, they, people don't understand that bulls have a personality. Yeah. They have, some of them are more aggressive than others. And if you see somebody going after a rider that's down, it's because that's the personality of the bull. The, the, the stock contractor hasn't done anything to make him like that. Yeah. But I, I sing um, You Are My Sunshine every night to our yearlings because I want them to, I, I want them to know they are my sunshine. I want yeah. them to know that I love them. I tell Cool Whip, I love you no matter what. Do your very best. Get the good out. And I do want him to buck the very, very best he can. And if the writer happens to get yard darted, then it happens. But I don't want it out of hate or spite. I want it because Cool Whip is that powerful. Yeah. And if the writer can ride him and they make it to eight points and we have a big score, all the better. That makes my heart so happy. I love hearing you talk about this. It's, I, I mean, I'm kind of a geek about it. And I've reinvented myself throughout my whole life into lots of different things. I've been an innkeeper. I've been 
um, a banker, which was not real successful. Um, I've been, I was a fundraiser and a fundraising consultant for 25 years, and now I'm a stock contractor. And I've taken bits and pieces of everything along the way that, that I've learned and applied it every time I have a new chapter. And this by far is the most fun I've ever had. I absolutely love to hear that. And it also gives me hope because I feel like that's kind of where I've decided to be in life is just like let life kind of come at you and just take the bits and pieces and learn and grow and evolve. And who knows what will come next? I agree. So I was like, that makes me so happy. Tell me where people can find you since I had a hard time. I just had to Google your name and look for articles. Well, um, do you have any social media or what's the best way to like find you? And so people can keep up with you, Cool Whip and everything at your ranch. So there's a couple of ways. Cool Whip has a Facebook page. 35F Cool Whip, all okay. one word. That's where you can find Cool Whip, and I'm really active on his page. Stacy Addison, S-T-A-C-I, Addison, A-D-D-I-S-O-N. I'm on Facebook. I'm not real good about the other platforms because we're so busy, so for me to get it on yeah. one is, is enough. Understandable. Um, we have a, a sale coming up, an event, which we're super excited about. The sale's going to be great, but we— It I, looks really fun. Well, I was in the hospitality business, so for me, when anybody drives onto our property, I want them to go— Yes, I understand that. And so we've we've worked really hard. We're having a, a cocktail party and a dinner. Uh, they're taking my the caterers taking my twelve foot dining room table and turning it into a charcuterie board. Oh, I love a charcuterie board with smoked chicken and brisket and all the fixings and then all the charcuterie oh. stuff. Is that how you say that? Yeah, charcuterie stuff. So and then the next day we're having a bull bucking event. And then the next day, we're taking all of our guests on a float yeah, trip. Yeah, you said a float trip. Yeah, like, that a, sounds so fun. Because we want people to have a good time when they're with us. That's super, super important. So buy, buck, float with Julian Cattle is an event that you can find. It's a public event. I am, right after finals, going to start a Julian Cattle Facebook page, and I will be more active on all of the social okay, media pages. Perfect. But this kind of ramped up, amped up, and has gotten big yes. and, and fancy. And so I have some back work that I need to do. I totally understand. Thank you so much. It has been such an honor to meet you. And I'm so excited because I just want everyone to obviously make sure you're doing your research. Obviously, it's nice to hear from people actually in the industry about things, hear what is actually going on versus you just being told and listening to maybe a headline. So, And somebody who hasn't been in the business her entire life. So I have learned. And so I'm telling you, What's happening is real because this is real time learning for me. So I, I, I can I can attest to everything that I've said is 100% accurate. And if anybody has any questions, send me a message specifically on Facebook because that's the quickest way to get to me. Ask your questions. I yeah. respond to every single one I get. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much for this today. And I cannot wait to see, meet, hopefully, uh, Cool Whip. Let's go see him. I was like, I'm so excited. So... Um, everyone make sure that you are following PBR and make sure you go give Stacy a follow online as well as along, along with Cool Whip. Yes. And until next time, cheers.